Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann, the ContenderCast, for shining a light on bright ideas. You guys are going to learn all about Jack and Friends today. And I'm not talking about a person named Jack or their friends, but I am talking about the company and their founder and CEO, Jessica Kwong, who is on. And I can't even wait for you to introduce the brand, Jessica, and hear about your jerky. I can't even wait. So it's so great to have you here on the podcast. Thanks so much, Justin. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, really excited to share more on myself and Jack and friends. I love it. I can't even wait, including I got to know where the name came from, but don't tell us yet. Um <laughs> So how about this? Share a little bit about your story. Let's see. You launched the company four plus years ago, almost five. So what were you doing before that? And then kind of give us the, the, the story on what led up to launching the business. Yeah. So my background is a little bit different than most food entrepreneurs. I'd say I come from a food science background. So all that lovely, nerdy and technical stuff as it pertains to food is my bread and butter. Um, so before Jack and Friends, I was actually a student um, getting my bachelor's in food science at Cornell University, where, you know, outside of the curriculum, I was heavily involved in the product development competitions, as well as developing um, products for other food companies, ranging from small startups all the way to multi-billion dollar corporations. And wow. as part of one of these uh, competition teams, I developed this early stage concept for a plant-based jerky and really felt like it had so much potential uh, and I could take it you know, to the next level and actually make it into a company. So kind of ripped off the Band-Aid and turned down a full-time <laughs> job offer to found Jack and Friends. Oh my God, that's crazy. And and here you are five years later. Um, I'm so excited. So, okay, why in the jerky space? And give us kind of the, the story of how you chose this category. Yeah, it was kind of a weird mix of all these all these different things. So, like I mentioned, uh, you know, the early stage concept was part of this competition. So, you know, when thinking about what new novel product to develop, a lot of market research obviously went into designing the concept. So, I was looking at different ingredients, different industries, and you know, obviously at that time, even though it was uh, in 2017. Um, you know, plant-based was already very up and coming. So I felt like that space was, you know, really interesting to play in. Uh, at the same time, I found this really cool ingredient named jackfruit, which I had never heard about and absolutely fell in love with its versatility. So when I was looking into how jackfruit was currently utilized, um, I really felt that there was a lot of opportunity and a lot of white space in the snacking category. Um, sure. Just because jackfruit at that time, you know, was traditionally in like frozen or refrigerated meals. And I really felt like as a food scientist, I could kind of utilize the ingredient a little bit better. Um, so, you know, played around with a bunch of different concepts. One of them was a jerky and it, you know, went really well and kind of just ran with it. Wow, amazing. Um, so jackfruit, fruit grown and popularized in Southeast Asia, it's proving to be a versatile food ingredient because of its neutral flavor, white color, and mostly most meaty texture with un, un, unripe, when unripe, got it. Um, but also you have pea protein. So talk about how you decided that, okay, I'm going to bring these two things together and it's going to mimic or feel like the real meat uh, of a jerky. 
Yeah. So, you know, Jackfruit itself has this really interesting meaty texture, which already kind of uh, elevates, you know, anything that it's in, especially when working in the meat alternative category. Um, however, you know, I knew I wanted that chew and that tear that, you know, people associate with a, you know, beef jerky or something similar, um, as well as the protein content that people expect of a jerky product. So I knew I needed an ingredient that was both functional texture-wise as well as nutritionally. Um, and because Jack and Friends as a brand is really built on inclusivity and, you know, making food that's inclusive different lifestyles, I wanted a hypoallergenic uh, ingredient that satisfied both of those functionalities. And did you have to experiment with different mixes and flavors? Like, what did that look like early days? Oh, yeah. So early days, which is, you know, again, my bread and butter is a <laughs> lot of testing and iteration. It's just constant, you know, making small batches on the bench top of, you know, different jerkies and, you know, making finished products, figuring out what needs to be changed and then going back to the drawing board. So it was a lot of... um making very small quantities of jerky um, <laughs> right. in the beginning to just figure out the direction. And then, you know, once you kind of uh, figure out what's working, you kind of narrow it down from there. Wow. Um, okay. So you had, you'd gotten your background in, in school in this industry and whatnot. Um, it's different, like launching your own business. How did you figure out the business part of it and like getting to a product that would be like packageable for sale? Yeah, honestly, um, it's, it's, it was a huge learning curve and it still is because, you know, I come from a very technical background, so I had no experience, you know, launching my own company or even, you know, majoring in business or something tangential like that. Um, so, you know, when I was starting, I leaned a lot on, um, you know, my immediate network, family and friends who I knew had a little bit more experience in the space. And then I would just, you know, reach out to people cold uh, on LinkedIn or, or other channels and be like, hey, I'm starting this business and I have no idea how to approach, you know, marketing or PR or something like that. And I would just hop on these calls and uh, get a lot of insight from their experience. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, you got to do that early days, right? Just to sort through things and figure it out. Um, how long from, hey, I think I might launch a, a company in the jerky space to having product in hand that you could actually sell? So I started the company right after I graduated, which was in 2018. And then we soft launched one SKU exclusively online in March of 2019. So it was about like eight or nine months kind of laying the foundation for the company and doing, you know, heavy R&D uh, to make sure it was, you know, fit for market. Sure. And then did you have to, I know you reached out to get advice from others. Did you have to partner with anybody or was it just kind of your own thing and you, you were kind of rough working, wearing all the hats and working through it early days? Yeah, I was definitely wearing all the hats in those very early days. You know, I still wear most of them now as a right. founder. Uh, totally. Yeah. So some hats have come off, but a lot of them are still resting on my head. Um, but yeah, in the very early days, it was literally, you know, just me. I was doing all the production. I was doing all the R&D. I was, you know, laying the foundation for the company. And we did, you know, sensory tests with focus groups to, you know, have people taste the product before we launched it. I actually designed um, our website, which is, you know, still running uh, before we complete our rebrand. And I designed sure. all our packaging as well. So it was literally uh, like all the hats. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Well, that's how it is. Early, I mean, you have to do that. You know what I mean? Who else? Right. I mean, you don't, you know, 
Man, that's crazy. Um, okay, and then so you're you're in product development, and you did you think did it taste good like right away, or did you have to go through many iterations to say, hmm, yeah, this is actually you know plant based jerky. This this one tastes good. <laughs> it's funny because so the first product or the first flavor that we launched was our tomato and poblano pepper, which was a huge departure from the concept that we had developed for this competition. So I was basically starting from scratch flavor wise. And I kid you not, the very, uh, the very first iteration of the tomato and poblano pepper flavor, uh, I spit out. <laughs> so it was, uh, wow. it was not, yeah, it was not amazing from the start. So, you know, it was a great, base and that I knew the flavor combination would work really well, but I really had to do a lot of development in terms of the ratios and then adding a whole blend of spices. And and now it's delicious, but the very first iteration was not good at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Um, And then when did, when did you have your first win? Like, did you start selling in, in, in retail or direct to consumer or online or like to at, at little shows or what did that look like? Yeah, we started exclusively online, and to this day, we're still very D2C focused, but really, it was an easy way for us to kind of get our foot in the door and at least, you know, see um, who was interested in the product and who loved it. Um, I think we launched in our first independent retail store like one or two months after that. Um, Basically, someone, uh, one of our online customers had reached out to their local store to stock us on shelves, which was great. Um, I think our first major win i would say was when we got featured in the new york times which was wow i think i know yeah so that was a really great um feature it was in the front burner column um and it really boosted sales and exposure and it was in august of 2019 so a few months after we launched um so it was both a blessing and a curse in that you know being featured in the new york times is amazing but i i spent about three weeks uh, an overnight shift trying to make enough product to satisfy <laughs> right. all those orders. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine if you got a big order. We always talk about this on, on the episodes. Like, I was making it in my kitchen and then a, a co-packer and then we got this big order from a retailer. It's like, what do you do then, right? I mean, same type of thing. You've got volume you're not prepared for. Um, okay, Jack and Friends, talk to us about the name. How did you come up with the name for the uh, the jerky product? Yeah, it was a little bit serendipitous where I knew I wanted to kind of have a brand with an interesting play on words. Um, and because jackfruit is our star ingredient, I wanted it to be incorporated in the brand name in some fashion. So, you know, I was I was literally brainstorming with my parents, actually, of all people, where I was like, I know I want this brand name to have Jack or Jackfruit in it, maybe Jack and something. And I was just spitballing different ideas. Um, and my dad actually, after, you know, multiple iterations, he's like, what about friends? I was like, Jack and Friends, that has a nice <laughs> ring to it. And then after that, it kind of snowballed into the idea of, oh, each friend is um, a different flavor of jerky. So we have Jack and Tom, which is named after tomato, poblano pepper, barb for barbecue, terry for teriyaki. And it became this very interesting concept. <laughs> I love it. And on the packaging, it has the different names. I, I mean, Jack and Justin, I don't know. I'd have to think about like what would be a Justin thing. You know, I don't know. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Maybe that'll be a future skew. You never know. Right. You never know. It is kind of funny. You guys can check out product on Jack and Jack and Friends Jerky.com. You can see where there's all the different names on the packaging. It's really kind of cool. Um, okay, so what's next as you think about growth the next six, twelve months? What are you thinking about in terms of growing the brand? Yeah, we actually have a lot 
uh, in the works right now. So for the longest time, our kind of biggest bottleneck was manufacturing, where we were self-manufacturing in a commercial facility in New York. Um, we kind of had this whole zigzag through the pandemic of finding a contract manufacturer. And finally, we found um, a partner in Nebraska who has been great to work with. And we're kind of right at that point where we're setting up full production with them. I actually just spent a week in Nebraska um, and we got oh. saleable product from our latest trial. So that's very exciting. Um, so kind of coupled along with finally having enough product to sell, we have a lot of plans to expand both online and in retail. I've been talking to a few larger partners. And then we have a full rebrand slated uh, in the next few months as well, where we're you know keeping the same name and you know the same product and ethos, but completely new, you know, logo, packaging and website design. Got it. Wow, that's awesome. I love it. Um, and you guys got lots of growth in front of you. I always love to ask our guests some of their biggest lessons learned. You've been at this for a couple of years now. Um, you've met a lot of other folks. We, we were talking before we hit record about a lot of our mutual friends in the food uh, startup space. Um, what would be two or three pieces of advice you'd offer to others that are looking to launch a brand like this or similar to this or in the same kind of industry? What would be things you would offer to them, the things you've learned? I think um, my two biggest takeaways are, one, be patient, um, especially if you're trying to uh, launch something or, or you know grow a business through the pandemic. You know, everything takes longer than you initially anticipate. And as a founder of, you know, a small scrappy startup, you always want to, you know, go, go, go. Um, and it can kind of feel uh, like you're falling behind or give you anxiety if you feel like you're not moving or growing fast enough. But just know that everyone is running into the same obstacles as you. So just you know, take a step back, take a deep breath, exercise some patience and continue, you know, plugging away at it um, and try not to let this imaginary clock over your head, you know, uh, be a detriment to you too much. Sure. The, the second piece of advice is um, don't be afraid to lean on our community. I think one of the best things about um, CPG and especially food CPG is that Everyone I've met has been so supportive and so willing to help out a fellow founder because we all know how difficult the food industry is that, um, you know, everyone is is very willing to hop on a call or just like, you know, share referrals or things like that and basically, you know, leverage their experience to help out someone who is going through the same thing. Um, so, you know, in the beginning, it took me a little while to kind of feel comfortable because I didn't want to waste anyone's time. But, you know, the more that uh, you feel comfortable, you know, asking your peers for advice and then obviously, you know, lend them a helping hand when they need it, um, the easier your journey and the less lonely it'll be, too. Well, love that. And so true. And, you uh, you know, you, some of those consistent themes we've heard across um, other founders in the space that have been on. And it is a really incredible community. It's amazing how interested people are in helping, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Anything really not work? Like... In the time you've been doing this, any total, like, oh, my God, terrible, like, obviously, the taste initially of product, but anything that you were just like, oh, my God, that was a total fail? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Where do I begin? I'm sure there's so many that <laughs> I'm going to think of right now. It feels like every day I'm putting out another fire. Um, You know, I think we've, myself included, but, you know, we've all had our fair share of, you know, different partnerships that didn't work out, you know, whether it's like 
an agency or a studio or, or whatever, or like a marketing campaign that you thought would absolutely crush it. And then, you know, it just kind of falls flat. Like I've, I've been through so many of those things um, where, you know, at the time it feels like the world is ending, um, but you kind of pick yourself back <laughs> up. You're like, okay, how do we fix this? Right. And that's what you got to do. Right. I mean, anybody that says it's easy anyway. Um, so great to have you on. Share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, buy product, etc. Yeah, you can find us uh, and buy product online at jackandfriendsjerky.com. Um, and you can also find us on all major social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, um, at Jack and Friends Jerky. And love it. Jessica Kwong, so great to have you on. You got to come back on down the road. Your early days, even though you've been doing this a couple years, like you got a lot of growth in front of you. And uh, we can't wait to keep up with you and see uh, what's ahead. And thanks so much for spending time with us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to, you know, hopefully come back another episode with our rebrand, maybe a, a Jack and Justin flavor <laughs> and share about all of our growth. <laughs> I mean, it looks like you could write any name on the package. Maybe there's an idea there, by the way. You know, we could all yeah, be the friends know. of, you could have <laughs> lots of friends and, you know, maybe you could even make, anyway, I don't even want to go there. Um, custom packaging. Um, all right, cool. Jessica, so much fun. We'll have you back on. Thank you so much. The Contender Cast is powered by Contender Brands and is the top global consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast. You can find additional Contender Cast episodes on worldwide podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. <laughs>